welcome to the 200th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Holy 200! shit! <laughs> Inconceivable. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> General cacophony. I think you said Kenobi wrong, but that's. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> well, we've made it. We hit another multiple of 100. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. It is. 200 episodes. I remember when we first started this, we spoke to an editor, Hello from the Magic Tavern, and I believe they said that if we make 10 episodes, you're in it for the long haul. So we surpassed that by 20 times, I guess, right? And here we are. (laughs) I think this is the long haul, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, this is the long haul. It's only been four years? Five? So I was actually looking this up. The first group of episodes landed on 990 of 2019. Wow. So over four years ago, yeah. For those of you who aren't aware, we were probably working on this for six months to a year before that. So thanks to everybody who has been with us since that time or who's found us in the meantime and has decided to hang out and binge all the episodes and are now caught up. Absolutely. <laughs> or if you're hearing this in 2027, thanks to you too, I guess. <laughs> that means you've been binging everything for 2027, eight years now? Damn. Like, appreciate you going through the backlog. <laughs> I got a question. I haven't been here as long as the rest of you, but is it true that once we do 300, we get a free Froger? <gasps> yes. Cool. Yeah, once you specifically do 300 episodes, you get a free Froger. Well, according to my count, I'm at 4,006, but that's <laughs> why. No, no. No goblin math on this. It's <laughs> a lot of back Frogo. I'm just saying that means that the, the four of us get to have a very exclusive Froyo party where none of the other guys are invited. No, I'm totally joking. No, we invite them and make them watch us eat. <laughs> we get the Froyo and they just have to sit and watch. It's okay, we'll have our own party. Greenskins unite. With blackjack and hookers. <laughs> I just wanted to jump in and actually shout out the incredible sound engineer who actually wanted to speak to us. Thank you so much, Garrett Schultz, for being so kind and and being able to chat with us all those years ago. Yeah, he was so cool. Like, we were nobody as far as he concerned. Like, you know, I mean, like we were just a handful of people that wanted to talk about podcasting. Yeah. Had we actually released anything when we were talking to him? We had. Okay. And he listened to the first few episodes. From what I remember, he said, we sound great for being literally self taught <laughs> yeah and you know like we're not running with a network like you, you all who listen know that we don't have an intro of like hey this this group supports us we're just us doing it on our own <laughs> no there's a very specific group of people who support us that is very true and that is our lovely patrons hooray yay they are the real heroes of this podcast yeah they really are so we wanted to thank each and every one of our patrons who have supported us through 200 plus episodes. So we're gonna just go through everyone here. So uh, Lee Jackson, thank you so much. Gregory Bleichner. Len Cole. Corey Fellers. Cameron Heenan. Jay Vance Seven. Kyle Nichols, thank you. Logan. Michael A. Hill. Bibbity. Margaret Torello. Hi, Grandma. Chris Simmons. Jason Leach. Thomas Beard. Hi, Dad. Duke. Celine Turcotte. Shaka Jamal. D. Jeremy M. Deering. Anwar Musa. Who the fuck is that? It's a mystery. Never heard of this person before. <laughs> we love you, Anwar. Thank you for sticking around with us. Come back. Anwar, come back. Doombeard. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I got Cass. Sandra Connors. Mike from Perth. And Jacob Wilhelmy. Thank you, all of you. You guys are wonderful. Yes, 
I mean, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to have our awesome editor. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to continue to pay for the hosting and all this stuff. So we really, 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 really do appreciate it. We have an editor, guys. Like, think back to 2019. <laughs> Those first four episodes. Oh, jeez. Nathan, where were you? We needed you then. Yeah. I remember editing on our Jordanian wedding that the night off, poor Matt was horrendously sick. So I stayed up and... <laughs> try to finish the episode <laughs> right before the next day we, we had just, to go get married again <laughs> i just remember everyone being like shit why did we not check the quality before we recorded four episodes in a clip oh <laughs> uh, yeah dark days well those dark days are over and now we're here started really fuzzy now we're here <laughs> yeah the quality is at least 10 percent better easily <laughs> Thank you. Just the sound quality. We make no promises about content. Oh, yeah. Content. <laughs> sound quality. At least 10% better. Well, as I'm sure you've all guessed, we're not going to be playing our normal characters today. What? Oh, no, 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 no. We're actually not even going to play an RPG today. We're just going to sit here in silence for a couple hours. What was that about quality content? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, remember what I said about the content about 30 seconds ago? <laughs> We're going to be playing a special version of second edition today. Not that the edition has changed or anything like that. I mean... A little bit. We have a, a new book. This is like shortly after the, the re-release. Yeah. With the orc licensing. But we're going to be playing a game where we're going to jump back to a little citadel in Breach Hill. Oh. And would you all like to at least say who you're playing? Not necessarily what ancestry or class you're playing, but uh, just your character's name for this episode 200 romp that ties into our greater story, maybe. We'll see. Let's start with Christine. Who are you playing? I'm playing Mince. My name is Minstrel. Is there anything special that we should know about Min here? I'm a bard. I do the singies. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. All right. Haya, who are you playing? I'm playing Blixara, but you may call me Blix. Hey, this group seems totally normal. Heidi, whom are you playing? Wow, nothing special. Okay, rude, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was creeped out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right, fine. Whatever. Just wanted to move on. Certain things in my body have clenched and I got scared, so. All right. <laughs> Keep clenching then. No, they are. It is. <laughs> my tuchus is clenched. Oh, boy. I'm junk and I hate knife sword. <laughs> 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 He's not there, so it's probably fine. <laughs> Man, I guess he did just kind of waltz into the Citadel at a certain point and everyone was like, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. I was not <clears throat> expecting that. <laughs> oh, good gracious. Okay, I've recovered. <laughs> you sure? No. <laughs> while, while I do recover from that, can I just ask why there's a hatred of knife sword here? 
You can, but I forgot. <laughs> that is so in character. I wrote down I hate knife sword, but I didn't write down anything else. Yeah, I don't remember why. I thought it was in solidarity. Unfriending everybody. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like like he's going off and having all these adventures and he thinks he's better than everybody else. So all these other blunderbusters, whatever we're called, I forgot where we are. And, and, you know, like, what about us? Like, we're cool too. Like, he just ran off without everybody. Like, fine. Well, you can just go kick rock somewhere. <laughs> okay. He does think he's better than the rest of you. It's okay. I'm cooler and I don't have to talk about him. I decide whose story is told. <laughs> what is that? That, like very feminist test. The Beckdale test. We're winning. The backpack test. I feel I feel like this group would absolutely call it the backpack test, especially <laughs> having to do with knife sword, let's be honest. <laughs> Is that when you put like a couple goblins in a room and if they immediately start talking about knife sword, you failed it? No, it's who can build the best backpack. We have to one-up him. <laughs> That's it. Oh, okay. That's it. Hang on, I need to rewrite this entire thing. Fuck no. <laughs> okay, Matt, whom are you playing? I am Bleznard. Ooh. Okay. Same things as clenched before are also clenched again. Thanks. Clench harder. <laughs> oh, boy. I apologize to anyone listening to this with headphones, because I just had a physical reaction to that as well. <laughs> okay, this is going to go. This is going great. Am I the only one now who's thinking of, like, Rafiki from Lightning? Like, oh, <laughs> and Rob, whom are you playing? I'm sorry. You have reached the voicemail of Knife Sword Darkhole Seagull Teeth Esquire. <laughs> He's not available right now. Please leave a message. Oh, or if you're that group of whatever wannabes, you can just leave. <laughs> Bye. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> All right. Those be fighting words. Beep. Hey, Knife Sword, uh, I think you forgot a whole bunch of things, you know, in the jungle and stuff. Anyway, call me back. Bye. It's a real nice backpack you got. Shame <laughs> if something were to happen to it. Such a shame. <laughs> Brianna comes back. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with my backpack? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been your backpack for a long time, sweetie. Something has backed up a couple times. Oh, God. Gross. Okay. Well, that was a very interesting introduction to everyone. <laughs> and we didn't get Rob's introduction. We still don't know what he's playing or who. Yeah, Rob, <laughs> what are you playing? Well, hello. I'm Alphineas Bramble Hampton Ismore, scion of a great and noble bugbear line. So here we are back in Breach Hill, back at the Citadel. You know, things here are, as always, under construction. Just because, you know, it takes a long time to fix a citadel. And we're gonna jump over to where our characters, I'm not gonna call them heroes. <laughs> They're not heroes yet. Who are you not calling a hero? Exactly. <laughs> I have so many stories of our great heroics. You guys are all in your beds, 
in the Citadel. Now, this map, for those of you who haven't been playing for 200 plus episodes, is the basement of the Citadel from book one. What? Where the mighty dragons were? Yep, the mighty dragons live to the north of you all. And you all live kind of down in, in the southern or like northeast area away from them. They live north of us and we're in the northeast. What? <laughs> you said they, they're north of us and we're in the northeast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you remember, you're kind of in the main central room. I'm also just looking at the map and everything goes in a general southwestern direction. <laughs> I mean, we can go either east, southwest, or south. So it is what it is. So this is the area where, uh, do you guys remember the peacocks you fought in book one? They weren't peacocks. They were like kingbirds or something. Yeah, kingbirds. Oh, so this is like right near the entrance? This is on the other side of the entrance door. Okay. To the south is the crypts where the entombed leaders of the Hell Knights who used to live here, where they were buried. Have we stripped them for parts yet? They have been relocated. Just so you know, the basement here is in better shape than the map shows. I was unable to completely edit the map because I am not a cartographer nor a graphic designer. Or a cartoonist. <laughs> or a cartoonist. Or a cartoonist. But the rebel has been cleared out from down here. You have beds, you have a small eating area, and everything you could ever want is taken care of. Early morning, for you all, it's about 10 in the morning, earlier than you like to wake up, but you do, as there is a soft knocking to the door to your west. Who? What? Where? Oh, <laughs> God. Hello? Hey, yeah. There's a banging. Somebody go get it. Fine. <laughs> oh, no. Well, go ahead. Okay, no, you, I insist. Oh, you guys argue too much. All right. Well, I'll go with you just in case. You get yourself blown up, you strange person, you. I would love to, but my feet seem to be glued to the ground. Mine too. Do we clear out the dung from here? It's almost like the game was paused by someone who was an unpauser. Oh, there it goes. So strange. <laughs> what is it? It's a door. Not you. Oh. <laughs> Knocker. What do you want? Uh, 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 hello, it's it's me, Warble. Good morning, Warble. Hello. Ugh. Blake will turn around, rolling her eyes to the ceiling, and trundle back towards the junk lady. Yes. Buzznar will open the door. Yes. I have a request of you all. You seem to be the most competent, handsome, incredible, normal, available. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all of the above. <laughs> you see that there's a little bit of sweat on her brow. Clearly, this group is not. They got didn't get five stars on Yelp. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> so I've learned that in a distant land, they've discovered a new magical compound that they are using to make buildings stronger. I was hoping that the five of you could go out and find the substances we need to create this new magical compound. We need a couple things. Bats at her brow. We need four bones, a bag of sand, a bar of iron, and a bar of mithril. Once you've gathered all of that, we will need to mix all of that together with some water 
and some crushed stones. We have water already, but uh, we need the rest of the items. Do we need the stones? I mean, look around. I'm pretty sure we have bones around here as well. We, but, uh, <laughs> she kind of smiles and looks nervous again. We also need to make a, a special machine to mix it all up. I need you to get all the items and build the machine as well so we can make this new compound. <laughs> I could not think of a better group of goblins and hobgoblins to um, to do this. I want a sense motive. <laughs> all right. Give me a perception roll, please. All right. What did you roll? What did Blix roll? Blix rolled an 11. You believe Warble is telling you the honest truth. Checks out to me. Bones, sand, a iron bar, and a mithril bar. That is our task. And crush stones in the machine to mix it all together. Wait, do we have to make a machine? That's what she said. We have to make it, Warble. We do. Um, yes, please. And we'll be immortalized in song as the heroes of the Citadel who rebuilt it better and stronger. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, yes, I'm the one who will be immortalizing us in song as the heroes of the Citadel who rebuilt it better and stronger. Thank goodness somebody does, at least. If you have any uh, questions, uh, I'd be happy to help you out and answer them for you, but um, other than that, um, I, I, I think you can all head off, unless you have questions. Where are we supposed to find these things? Well, I know where to get some bones. Humans have bones. Let's take the bones from the humans. I feel like we've just improved our whole PR campaign with them, and maybe taking their bones is not the best idea. This place was full of bones at one point. What happened to those bones, indeed? Did we eat them, or did we burn them? What did we build with them? They are not in my bag. Junk. <laughs> you don't know anything! <laughs> well, when we sent you all down here to uh, do the cleanup of uh, of, of the Citadel, um, we didn't know about this, and therefore um, we got rid of them. Where did you put them? Oh, we, um, <laughs> they're gone. Shall we just go raid the graveyard? Oh, we can dig some things up. So, so the bones can be found um, where, where, where those glowing portal things wear knife, sword, and the rest of them jump through. Are you gonna? Yes, that's it. The Ayudaras. There should be some sand um, in the towers uh, outside of that cave. Apparently there were some people who used to hide in towers and attack down. That's where you should be able to find some sand. The mighty dragons are holding on to a chunk of iron, but they think it's part of an orb that can control dragons. So you may have to negotiate with them. We get to control the dragons. The hardest item to find is the mithril. You may have to go into the town and talk to people to find out if there's anyone where you can get it. So once you find that, come back and I can help you find the parts of the machine. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. And he's going to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> On her face. Please tell me we're going to have to talk to like a soldado <laughs> smithing. <laughs> well, the easiest the closest things, the mighty dragons, they're just on the other side of these doors, yes? I believe so. I think I smell them from here. We get to control the dragons. We get to control the dragons. Let's get this over with. Come on. All right, tall one, you lead then. But I smell them over that way. Matilda points on her baby Bjorn. 
Why are you guys pointing in different directions? Yes. <laughs> Who's Matilda? Matilda is a tiny, screaming, hairy armadillo on Blix's front baby Bjorn. That's all I need to know right now. All right. Sounds good. Where were these dragons? Gotta control the dragons. Gotta control the dragons. So hang on a second. Who is that? That is Al and Minz. You head into the old forge room that is actually still a forge, but you guys aren't normally allowed in here. For some reason, the doors were unlocked and you were able to come in here. But there is a roaring furnace. Isn't this where we can get iron? Or make mithril. Yes. I'd like to make a perception roll to see if I can find anything useful to take with me. All right. Maybe, I don't know, a person chopper. (laughs) (laughs) What's your total? 13. Ooh, with a... 13, you are uh, mesmerized by the fire. Mm, crickly, crackly, crickly, crack. <laughs> oh, just a touch. Just a touch. Blix <laughs> is just gonna walk up to Al and just smack him across the face. Snap out of it! It's not what we're looking for. I wasn't doing anything. You were doing something. Leave your fetishes for after. So did we describe what we look like, by the way? I don't think so. No, you haven't. (laughs) Please go ahead. All right. So Bleznard is a goblin. He's a little bit tall for a goblin and very, he's kind of tall and lanky for a goblin. Almost like you've taken a goblin and kind of stretched him uh, a little bit. And he is wearing a set of, looks like, Maybe leather armor. He's got a backpack on, which has a bunch of like bolted on metal panels on the bottom of it. And he's wearing a fishbowl on his head with some (laughs) tape to like tape up some cracks. And uh, he has a pair of oversized pistols on his hips as he walks around. Alphineas Brambleham. Oh my God, I'm covering up part of the name. Just a second. <laughs> Alphineas Bramblehampton is more. Oh, it's too long. Okay, never mind. Um, anyway, <laughs> he is much taller than the others, broad in the shoulders, usually wearing some kind of raw lawn coat or robe, a top hat, if you will. He's wrapped from head to toe in bandages and wears a smoked glass spectacles. He is bugbear shaped. Obviously. Mm-hmm, obviously. And he has a mandolin strapped to his back. Mandolin? I think it's a mandolin. One second. <laughs> a liar? You're a liar. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm pretty sure I did that. <laughs> With a mandolin strapped to his back. His robes are multicolored and his hat is a bright red. And Heidi, what does Junk look like? Junk, she's small and petite, but she looks really big, and she's got a big hunchback, but it's not actually a hunchback, it's just all the shit that she carries, and she's got just things, she's just draped in in things, just covered in things. Is she fast? Probably not. Is she tiny? I don't know. We Well, I said she's tiny, but like, can you tell under all the shit that she's carrying? She looks like the lady from Ohio, what's your favorite movie in the whole wide world? Labyrinth. The Labyrinth, yeah. She looks like, she looks like that thing that the junk lady who's carrying all the junk. You don't know what she's got on her. She might have what you're looking for. But in this case, I actually don't. So don't come to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you never know when I might have something 
that that we could use. Hiya. Luxara is your quintessential titty goth girlfriend <laughs> rolled into <laughs> goblin form. <laughs> Big titty gob girlfriend. <laughs> yep. She is curvaceous even for a goblin. She she eats well and is very happy about it. She may be a little bit vain. What's the the female gremlin from Gremlins 2? Yes. Yes. Very yes. She is very proud of her luscious long hair, although if you know anything about hair, goblins, how would you know? <laughs> it is actually, she's woven in strands from the willow tree at home into her hair, under her like little like baby hairs that are actually there. So she's pretending all that is her hair, but it's actually just branches. And upon her bosom, there is a tiny, hairy, screaming armadillo named Matilda. It's just adorable until you try and give her pets. It's a terrible idea. How does she scream? Like so. <laughs> or at least that's what you expect. But the minute she, you know, you try and pet her, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Back up. I see you. Just like that. In common, she says that. Oh, she does. Say, I can't tell if that's Blix or if that's Matilda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's Matilda. <laughs> Unhand me. Matilda speaks common. Got it. Oh, yeah. I'm in love. <laughs> Mins is, she's pretty average for a goblin, but she is dressed in the gaudiest, clashiest combination of colors and patterns and anything you could imagine. She's got a scrap of it on her somewhere. It could almost be a couture ball, ball gown made of no two strips of the same fabric if it weren't for the fact that a goblin definitely made it. Her two favorite instruments, she's got a whole bunch on her. If you've never seen a goblin play the jaw harp, just imagine it. 80% mouth. Jaw harp. Just think about oh, it for a second. No. Um. Is it just like a regular harp she puts in her mouth? Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. She, she, just, she plays it like a hammer dulcimer with her teeth. Oh um. <laughs> <laughs> She's also got all, all sorts of things. She's got, you know, a lyre. She's got a harmonica. She's got a recorder and a flute and anything she can make noise with. So there's probably a tambourine under there somewhere. Almost certainly spoons. Like anything and everything that makes noise and could generously considered rhythmic. Generously considered. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's also frequently covered in ink splotches as she scribbles down the exploits of herself and her friends, even if she's only imagined them. I also just need to point out that one of the traits she has is loud goblin. And the description for that is specifically voice control, you know, like a breath control, you know, vocal talent. None of these matter. Everyone knows the true <laughs> test of a bard's metal is how loud they are. So that's the, that's the most important part. I regret this entire idea. I mean, this is your fault. You said this is what we were doing. This is very true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sounds like you're off to find the mighty dragons. Yeah, Pippin's Arf. Yeah, but first up, I mean, they live in the same place we do. I already have a story about how we defeated them the first time, so we're gonna do it again, and we get to control the dragons with their mighty iron stick. I mean, we can certainly try. Which way are they? Would we know that information? Yes, so your group and the dragons have come to a truce, and you know that they are up to the north. They've relocated to the northwest rooms. I'm pinging it on the map right now. I guess we have to go out to that first hallway to get there. We're all just running around wild. I mean, that, that tracks. <laughs> yep. I'm following the tall one. Guys, guys, it's this way. 
over here. I'm following Blix. That's the terrible idea, junk lady. Where's my girlfriend? <laughs> wow, that's moving fast. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I thought she meant Matilda. <laughs> All these doors are open, but nobody's talked about anything, so I guess they're not the right doors. <laughs> I'm just watching a bunch of lines it's run around. <laughs> I'm in the big room with the purple carpet. I'm going to roll around on it. Excellent. Purple, you say? I like purple. We can drag it back and make a bed. <gasps> Ooh. Carpet, you say? Junk, junk, this way, junk. Where? Up north. I'm going to swing from the chandelier. <laughs> there is a chandelier on the carpet in the picture. Gibbons <laughs> <laughs> are for now on the map, so when you do... Find them. When we discover them, we can actually enter. Oh, because I ran through a lot of rooms. Yeah, there's also a door that does not appear to be a door. Yeah, I was in this room already. They weren't here then. <laughs> they were hiding from you straight up. Wait, 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 we found them. After much running around. This <laughs> is Benny Hill theme, please. Yeah, honestly. As you are all running around, you finally manage to walk into the room that have Pib and Zarf. What are you doing in our rooms? Calm down. We are here to subjugate you with your magic dragon controlling iron. No, no, no. We're here to trade. Yes, trade. Trade. Trade, huh? Indeed. Do you think we should trade with them? I don't think we should trade with them. They seem kind of silly. We're right here. Yes, yes, silly, silly. I have some Zerg. Zerg? <laughs> you want some drugs? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, no. No? That's illegal here. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I don't have any of that. We are fine upstanding dragons and we are very nice to you and uh we have allowed you to live in our domain. Your domain! Also, is anybody else just hearing that one TikTok sound bite? They're like, drugs, drugs. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> has sent us to collect the metal orb. But she also said that you would want to trade for it. So what would you like for this orb? What do we have that's shiny? Dragons like shiny. I have a bag of cats. <laughs> Cats aren't shiny, they're fluffy. But you could eat them! Do you have one of the naked cats? I have a bag of cats, I probably got all the cats. <laughs> <laughs> let's, 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 uh, not. There's bones in those cats. Oh, God. <laughs> GM, does that count? No. <laughs> it's like, I'm not one for railroading, but God damn it, no, you can't debone the cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Heidi, if you look into Junk's equipment, you will now see a new item there. <gasps> yes! Thanks. Is it drugs? It is. Drugs. <laughs> drugs. 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 <laughs> no, no, thank you. Drugs! Would you like to share with everyone the item you have? I have a bag of cats, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, that, I, that is an item. I assumed you actually had it. Oh, I have my waffle iron. Do they want a waffle iron? Does that count as our iron? Wait, it's iron. Does that count as iron? <laughs> no, it does not count as iron. Damn it, Dan. It's on my hero lab sheet. I, I bought a waffle iron. It's a waffle iron made out of copper. Oh. What sense does that Like, It's not a waffle copper. It's a waffle iron. Look, we would be willing to trade our orb of silver dragon control. 
Which one of you is the silver dragon? I am clearly red, and he is clearly a green dragon. Aren't the chromatic dragons the bad ones? Let him finish. This is why we have an orb to control them. No, the metallic dragons are the nice ones. <laughs> the color. We are the mightiest of dragons. What is she talking about? I don't know what she's talking about. This is really weird. Look, if you can find something of equal value, we will happily trade you. How much is it worth? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a uh, orb of copper dragon control. Well, here, here, have my waffle copper. Waffle copter? She builds up the waffle iron that is apparently made of copper. They look over it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Don't poop your pants. Good lord. <laughs> Great. Well, that was easy. I mean, thank you for your business. Duncan, I'm going to need you to go steal back my waffle copper later. Okay. I'm going to lean over to unarmed. I'm trying to see who's next to me, but their name's not coming up. It just says unharmed. <laughs> <laughs> who's next to you? is junk. Me! I'm gonna lean over to junk and whisper, you know, dragons have bones. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Pippin's Arf. Christine loves Pippin's If I release the cats on them, what do you think will happen? We'll die. <laughs> we will die? Oh, I don't think so. Are they trained cats? I would like to release the bag of cats. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once per day, you shake the bag to produce a single cat. A single cat. <laughs> a single cat. I could just imagine it just like coming out and just like looking at us and then very aloofly walking away. It's like, why am I here? Well, I wish it was just that, but it is a leopard <laughs> <laughs> that comes out. Oh, God. Chunk, what are you doing? I don't know. Someone left me with a bag of cats. <laughs> we already traded. What is wrong? I'm getting upset. I need to calm down. <laughs> I just want to point out, the leopard is medium. Everyone else in this group, except for Al, is small. Al has left the room. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ride it? I want to be the, the leopard riding bard. The leopard looks at you with great distrust and taste in its mouth. I will roll nature. All right, go ahead. <laughs> or can I roll performance to try to convince it? I will let you roll performance. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, oh, it, uh, I can't I can't perform a, a body drinking song to convince it so I don't get my, my bonus plus one. <laughs> but I got a 24. All right, you succeed. The leopard paws over to you and then uh, lays down at your feet and kind of crosses its paws and lays down. I hop on its back like I'm riding a horse. Well, damn. <laughs> all right, it stands up. You are now mounted on the leopard. I am all powerful. Well... That happened. All right, you hold this. Blesnard's going to take the orb and hand it to Al. Does Al take it? Al's not in the room. Fine. Fuck it. Give it to me. All right, so Blesnard will hand it to Blix, and then he will head south out of the room. After a minute, the leopard disappears. Oh, bye. Sorry. <laughs> it's a summon animal spell. It only lasts for a minute. <laughs> she has a wonderful minute. All right, so we're supposed to go to the, what was it called? How you doing? Are you gonna? Are you gonna uh, to get to the bones? Uh, some trees near a cave to get some sand. That's very specific sand, apparently. And then the town to get a mithril bar. I guess we head to the portals first. It's here. To the Ayuganas. Hooray! Right, do you know which way they are? I don't think I've ever been to the Ayuganas before. Me neither. But something tastes spicy and magical somewhat in the southerly. Excuse me. 
Never mind then, I stand corrected. It's literally at my back. <laughs> Sean, would we know where the Utara are? <laughs> yes. Okay. People have to listen to this. Yes. <laughs> so you all start walking towards where you believe the Ayudara are. That does not mean that's where the Ayudara are. I need everyone to roll survival for me, please. Oh, boy. Well, this is going to be interesting. Oh, it was on the 19 for a second. I was hopeful. Not 20. Very nice. <laughs> With my mod, that makes it a 19. <laughs> All right. So, Belsnar. Blesnard? Blesnard, sorry. Blesnard, despite not knowing how to find anything, you find your way mistakenly to these elevated platforms outside of the cave that you believe Ayudara are in. The Are You Gonna? The Are You Gonna are in. Oh, this is where the sand was supposed to be, right? I think these are the platforms with the sand. Do we have a bag for the sand? I mean... Did we forget a bag? Maybe there's one up top if people were living here. Maybe they have bags. Hang on, I think I have some bagpipes I can cut open. They may already be full of sand. The bagpipes? Mm. I just had a thought. Isn't the floor of where we started made out of sand? Sand isn't a specific resource. It could be found literally anywhere, but she told us to come here. So (laughs) we went here despite not trying to come here in the first place. I did try to roll a sense motive. I tried. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I guess Buzzard will head toward the first place and climb up to see if we can find this specific sand we're looking for. So Blesnard and Minstrel climb up. First off, I need you to roll a climb check to climb up the ladder. Uh, is that athletics? Yes, it is a DC five. Oh, Jared, I'm going to fail this somehow. Oh, no, I got a 16. I got a six. Both with no mod, by the way. Yeah, no mod whatsoever. All right. So you both manage to climb up ladders and you see that there are some scratch marks on the wood. Okay, those probably don't mean anything. We should keep going. Totally. (laughs) I have a negative one wisdom mod. I don't put things together. (laughs) Oh, we were rolling for survival. I have scouts. Warning. If we're rolling perception or survival for initiative, grant your allies a plus one circumstance bonus to their initiatives. Okay, well, it wasn't initiative. Okay, never mind. It was just tracking, unfortunately. Okay. All right, so can I get everyone to put themselves on the map where they would like to be? Where is Blix? Blix is staring up at Blesnard's butt. (laughs) More like trying to like figure out, because I'm guessing he's wearing a suit of some kind, right? Yeah, he's wearing like leather armor. He's got a backpack, which seems to be integrated into it. And at the bottom, it looks like someone has hand bolted on some metal plates to the bottom of it. I think she's trying to figure out the metal plates. Like, what are those for? He has a nice butt, but what the fuck is that for? (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Junk's going to stare up at Blake's butt. Oh, I'm down here. (laughs) My butt's down here, Heidi. (laughs) So, Matt. Yes. I rolled for you and for Christine hidden perception check just to see what y'all see. And Christine, Minstrel is totally distracted by how tall they feel right now. Oh, she is like posturing. She's like, you know, like hands on her hips. Just like, yes, I am the tall. Like, it's like straight up like <laughs> this is Invader Zim's like biggest fantasy being the tallest. Like, yeah. I love it. Are they still shorter than I am? 
No, because they're up on the top platforms. Okay. However, Matt, despite like looking at those little scratches and thinking nothing is with those, you start to see creatures, and I need everyone to roll for initiative. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackdiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs>